The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again, featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. 937 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers and, of course, Jordan Rhodes. Are you staying warm over there, Jordan? <laughs> good good morning, Liz. Good morning. We're freezing over here. We got thirty degrees. We're like chilling. Oh, oh, well well we'll we'll do you one better. We're twenty seven. Oh my goodness. Is it snowing yet? <laughs> No, yesterday we had just when we came out of a, one one of our gigs that we were doing yesterday, there was just uh, literally about fourteen um, flakes that <laughs> we saw with a little <laughs> bit of stuff, but but nothing 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 really going on of anything. I know you guys must have had last week. You must have had a very successful remote. Uh, you you had a food drive on right last yes, last week. We had our food drive yeah. last week, and it was incredible. Did I tell you about that? Well, I, I mean, I I, I knew I for, it was coming up. Did I forget up. to tell you? What did you? What did, <laughs> did you I forget to tell you last week that we couldn't get your call? Cause, or did I tell you? I did oh tell yeah, you. no, no, no. I you warned you. Me. Okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no. In fact, I got uh, I got let's I think I got about three uh, emails from from the listeners that kind of send me. They send me emails after I've been on the show if I've said something interesting. Anyway, I got about three of those saying, we didn't hear you on the show today. Are you sick? What happened? What? Aww. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, listen, I got a following of three. What can I tell you? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, what's on your mind over there? Oh, I'm telling you, there's, there's so much. Because I'm going to be curious to see how much of this you guys have heard about Ooh. down there. All right. Uh, for the, of course, as, as you guys, I, I think you know, I went up to my daughter's house. She had 19 people uh, and four animals, uh, four, no, 19 people, four dogs, and two cats for Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and that means the, the dogs and the cats were visiting. We didn't actually have them for Thanksgiving. We, we didn't do anything to them. Uh, but I went up there, and one of the few times in a long time that I've actually watched the, I've actually watched the, thing, the Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, all of it, you know, mm-hmm. on, on TV. Cheyenne likes to do that. And I'm sure, because I talked to people back here when I got to New York, absolutely none of the demonstrations were shown. Wow. Uh, when you guys, when you, when you, yeah, when, yeah, they when you guys, themselves. Were, <laughs> yeah, when you were watching it, but I didn't discover it until I got back here. Now, before we left to go up, the very quietest terrorist attack issued out for New York City hmm. in in all the years in all the years I've lived in this city. Don't hmm. worry about that beeping. That's somebody calling in on the line. Right. Uh, but it it's it really was uh it, it was one of the quietest that they came out with this uh terrorist uh, uh alert mm-hmm. uh, for New York City. Now you guys probably know today is the day that they light the tree at Rockefeller Center. Okay, right. This is yeah, yep. when they when they do that. And so now they have the police out in full force they're saying because they are expecting more of these Palestinian demonstrations uh that came on and when I got back to New York from the trip up there at my daughter's in Connecticut, I saw the local TV here. They were showing us all of the demonstrations that were taking place during the parade. They were trying to really disrupt the parade. There was, I forget how many of them literally glued themselves to the street, 
in, in, in the parade route and had to be forcibly removed and all of that stuff. The end result was 34 of these demonstrators were arrested. Uh, none of them held, but 34 were arrested. So that happened, and now they're still keeping this terrorist uh, alert for, for New York City mm-hmm. very quiet because obviously they don't want to spook the tourists. Ah, so, that's right. So, it's so, usually wall-to-wall people around Rockefeller Center. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we just about each year, we always go down and look at the tree just to take a look. Uh, I, we're going to do it this year just uh, so I can do it and kind of report on it. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be certainly a little nervous this time about mm-hmm. that because of what's going yeah. on here. Now, here's, here's the really frightening thing, Liz, because I know you, you know a lot about New York. Uh, Nick does, too. Uh, 2,516 New York Police Department uh, cops have quit. Wow. This, this was just reported last month. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's, up to the, that's up to this now, year. Now, they were going to cut 4,000. Is that on top well, of that? Well, yeah, 2,516 have just up and quit. Hmm. And, and uh, 1,040 of those police officers left before even qualifying for a pension. Ooh. A lot of the others took, desperate to quit. Took, yeah, took early things. That's 104% over anything just in, in the past. Year. Just in this year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And now, I think you know, uh, Lynn does some work with training for the police department, and mm-hmm. she just discovered uh, when she went on Monday, she had she had a, a, a deal there with them. They were training some. The city has now canceled the next five police department academy classes. Whoa. The next five, because they say wow. they have no funds. The I, I will continue to refer to them as the illegals. They call them the immigrants, and they call them asylum seekers. We all know that that's all a bunch of poppycock. But the illegals, they say, and the illegals have used up all the money, so they have no funds. So they've canceled the mm-hmm. next five, not, yeah. not one or two, the next five academy classes. So what at one time was the largest police department in America mm-hmm. has now dwindled down to being one of the smallest forces in decades in this city. And as you guys know, crime is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the, the crime here, the, the things that are going on here, uh, and this is another number that I, you guys probably know, but again, as of last month to this, and we're just getting into Christmas, mm-hmm. as of last month, the merchants in the country, all throughout the entire United States, are looking at over $100 million in shoplifting crime. They're, they're losing $100 million. Yeah, but you don't and need don't cops know, for that anyway, because they don't do anything about them anyway. Just let no, them, that, that's why just I say, this, this, this is why the, the, the shoplifting has just gotten incredible, yeah. because what, what one, of the, uh, one of the conservatives pointed out about three or four nights ago on the news is they say everybody talks about the fact that they can go in and grab $900 worth of merchandise and run out. Mm-hmm. He says what nobody talks about is they can do that four and five times during the day. Mm-hmm. They, they they just don't get one shot at getting the nine hundred dollars so worth of merchandise per incident. But, yeah, per incident, they they can keep going now, in and out. New York retailers have lost four point four billion dollars due to yep. organized shoplifting rings back yep. in twenty twenty two. I think it's even higher this year. Oh, I, I I do too because when when they give you this figure of uh, and I I did say million, I meant to say billion. 
uh, 100, when they give you that figure, that's for all of the merchants all over the United mm-hmm. States because th- this is going on everywhere except in, in, in smaller communities, which, uh, thank God, hopefully we can get to one next year. In smaller communities, it's not quite, you know, it, it, it's not that bad. It's still ridiculous because there's, the, the crime rate has just gone right, right over the top. I mean, it's, it's, it's now, just unbelievable. Mayor Adams had said once that he was going to combat this. Did, oh, yeah. Did he ever have any success at all? He said he no, had a comprehensive he, plan. He, yeah, yeah. His comprehensive plan was, as, he, as you know, he tried, he tried to move a bunch of the uh, immigrants out to Brooklyn, and uh, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't get off the bus. Yeah. Uh, and they, said, they, they were back. saying a lot of the, um, these illegal um, people were doing a lot of the crime because they can't oh, get jobs, they can't, you know, no, they no, can't they're, assimilate, no, they're, they're, they don't know the language, they're having a hard time working. Oh, it's it's as you know in in my in my neighborhood right across the street from me is one of the hotels that was completely taken over by them, and mm-hmm. they are now they've just infiltrated the entire neighborhood. I mean, they're all over the places, and you're absolutely correct. They don't speak the language, mm-hmm. and uh, and yet, and I have to be honest, I don't see a lot of them looking for work, and I don't know why they would. Of course, their funds may be cut out pretty soon, but, you know, they were getting uh, a, a quite a nice chit they were getting in mm-hmm. addition to their metro card for their transportation and getting uh, their, you know, the food and, of course, their housing. All of that, and and then that they get X amount of they get X amount of dollars. They're mm-hmm. given X amount of dollars. So I don't I don't even know why they well, would go out. Well, some of them out. said it's not enough. They're going back. Oh yeah, that that well that happened in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah. when I was on the show week before last, there were people leaving Chicago going back to Venezuela <laughs> because they they, yeah, they they said there was there was no American dream anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> Which brings me up to a thing. Just recently, they did a uh, one of these surveys on this. Only 36% of Americans believe the American dream is alive anymore. Yep, yep. And that's down from, I believe, in 2012, which is just 11 years ago, it was 53% mm. believed in the American dream. Now only 36% believe in the American dream. And the American and, dream, what does it mean to you? See, to me, it means owning a home, two cars, two, 2.5 kids, a dog, a picket fence. I'm trying to think, right. that, you know. A job, yeah. at least one parent working. Um, that's really, you know, I remember uh, I remember watching some old car commercials and they'd be like, um, oh, we're now a two-car home. Like it was a uh-huh. big luxury to have two cars, you know, yeah. in a home. Um, and so now here we are, you know, every every kid has a car, you know, and as soon as they can drive so they can go to, go to work and school. It's it's so what is the American dream these days? Did they mention what it you know, well, that what you've just laid out, the American dream is that, yeah, you're supposed to be able to uh, have a job, work, support your family, be able to buy a couple of things. That That's that's kind of the American dream, and it's supposed to be. Oh, did I lose him? I think I lost him. I was looking at what is uh, the American dream. It said it was coined in a best-selling book in 1931 titled Epic of America. Oh, I'd like to read that. James uh, Truslow Adams described it as, quote, 
that dream of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement. That is the official definition of American dream. The American dream was aided by a number of factors that gave the United States a competitive advantage over other countries. Homeownership and education are often seen as paths to achieving the American dream. And though the definition of American dream has changed to mean different things to different generations, it's undoubtedly part of the American ethos and likely always will be. So there you go. So a lot of people are thinking, especially young people, that that there is no more American dream, that you can be whatever you want to be, and you can attain your own version of success in a society where upward mobility is possible for everyone. And that is sad. That means we're a very depressed nation that's high on pot, that's unproductive, that's just you know, they're, they're feeding into their victimhood and they're feeding into their psycho psychosis of, of feeling beaten down. Jordan Rhodes is back on the phone with us now. Jordan, I was just explaining uh, before the call dropped that um, the American dream was in a book in 1931. Um, and that's when we first heard about it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that of course is when, what you were just talking about before about this thing about two cars and having, I think now it's just uh, the American dream is just that you're able to support your family, uh, still go out to church if you want to, uh, basically not have to worry about everything. But we have a situation that uh, just the other day I I found out this information, 25% of credit card debt that was incurred during last Christmas 25% of those people have not been able to pay off that debt yet. And now, of course, they'll be using those, you know, they'll be using those same credit cards again for this year. So credit card debt has just gone completely. I I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely out of sight. And so anybody thinking that they, they can do anything along the lines of an American dream there's, there's just no reason uh, for anybody to believe that that exists anymore, particularly not with this administration. And I don't know if uh, I, I was tickled to death. I know you guys heard about the, the rhino, Mitt Romney, uh, of course, saying he's not seeking re-election uh-huh. again. And, of course, the real reason he's not seeking re-election, Liz, and Nick, you know, he can't win. That's that's the real reason. But when he came back now, and said he will back. Yeah, he came back and said he will back a Democratic presidential candidate <laughs> over Trump. It's so ridiculous. I, I mean, this 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 guy is he he's just an absolute he's just a joke. And uh, did you guys get any of the news? I know I'm jumping all around here, but th- th- this is important. Did you guys get any of the news about all of the information and the facts that were just released about George Floyd's death? Oh, who had that? Jesse Waters? Yeah, Jesse Waters yeah. had that. There's also an online expose done by a local uh, on-the-scene kind of thing reporter in Minneapolis. And it yeah. is, it's a it's, documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary, out. and it's definitely looking like there's no way that this guy was killed by the cop. He would have died. Oh, no. And meanwhile, he was shanked no. in prison. Yeah. Derek Chauvin. And Derek Chauvin, because, yeah. he's, because he's the loose end. Yeah, and, and the thing is, what they're talking about is that how they kept all of this information under wraps and, and coordinated with BLM to have these incredible, the, the progressive left 
to have these incredible, all of these things about to make George Floyd some kind of a hero. They, they are, you know, they already have a statue for him down there. I know. They, so they, they, did, they, they did a statue for him. Could you and imagine? now you have the situation, the, the, that, uh, that, uh, that documentary that they're, yeah, that they're coming out with. They actually have footage. He reacted exactly the same way, the same way one year earlier when he was absolutely, you know, giving the police a really tough time when he was pulled over for a traffic violation. And they found out, as you said just a little while ago, he really died from fentanyl mm -hmm. and he had a very bad heart. You know, and and for all of this to happen, when you think of all the businesses and everything that was burned and just destroyed uh, down there, and this stuff now just coming out, and and you guys, uh, your station, you you have Glenn Beck on your station, right, Liz? Yes. Yeah. Have you just heard the thing where he's exposed this hero cop of January sixth? Yes. Uh, hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I did. I, I really, can't remember the guy's name. He was he was the one that was crying, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah he's he's the one that claims he was on his knees and crying because they were yelling <laughs> at all of this stuff to him and how they broke into the place and then uh, Glenn I guess what they're doing was they were showing they were showing all of the uh, all of the video about how the police were just letting the people in mm -hmm. and absolutely one hundred percent of what this hero cop was saying was complete just bull. It was it was just again this stuff that I don't know the left just jumps into and gets on and it's unbelievable. The most promising news that I've read all day is that the former White House doctor for Democrats, including Obama, Ronnie Jackson, I think is his name, he came out just uh, I think yesterday and said that Biden was not fit to run uh, again. That he just has he just has too many uh, physical mental problems, you know, for him to run again. He just doesn't have it. So now let me ask you guys a quick question because I know we're running out of time here. Yeah. Do you believe? Do you believe they're going to uh, the Democrats are going to throw him to the wolves? Uh, and uh, there are quite a few Democrats that are willing to vote to impeach him just well, to get him out of the race. I think it's going to. I think the debate between Newsom and DeSantis might have an impact on that. Okay. If well, Newsom emerges as a viable candidate hey. and people start saying hey who is this Newsom guy that's a good call Liz. you know that might be something that puts Newsom on the map it might be a Newsom yep. uh, Trump battle who knows yeah it, it could be but I think this is really interesting they're saying now that some Democrats are willing to vote to impeach Biden just to get him out of the race yep. then replace Harris with a more viable candidate as you just said possibly this guy from California now a block of wood would be a more viable candidate <laughs> than than that woman yeah. You 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 aren't kidding. Gosh. Even a even a block of waterlogged wood. When we look at uh, you know clips of uh, Joe Biden talking in the 2019 debates, huge difference. And I we thought back then he was slow. Jeez, oh, yeah. it's 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 just. I mean, it's it's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so well, there's a couple more things, but I'll do yeah. them next week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hopefully you'll get to see Nikki. Uh, over in New York City. Uh, yeah, when is he coming up? Uh, I'll I'll be there Sunday sometime, so I'll text you. I'm going to take your number if you don't mind, and I'll, I'll text oh, you and just all. just see if maybe we He's can. He's going to be at the hello. Electric Lady Studios. Yeah, that's in uh, the Village, I oh. believe. 
Oh, great, great. Look, love to see you. All uh, right. Yeah, and that's this, that's this coming weekend, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so he'll be there like Sunday, Monday. To, oh, okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, Monday I go in for surgery, but I'll talk to you guys oh. about that later. Okay. Oh, that's okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Hope everything works Thanks. out all right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay. Bye. All right. It is 9.57. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers.